What's up everyone, it's Terry here. We're at Adrenaline Performance in Montreal with a very special guest, Rory McDonald. Rory, thanks for coming in, I appreciate it. We have Stephanie Joanne, and uh, today we're gonna get into some really cool things. I, I didn't want to start off the podcast with how we first met. I came up to Montreal maybe like eight, ten years ago, and uh, you don't know this, but I was going up and I was, you know, doing some footage with John and stuff like right. that. And I'm like, GSP obviously was, we had him on the cover. Yeah. And, I, and I walked around and I said, I go, John, I go, who is the next GSP? Who's the guy that's going to take over the you know, UFC and all that? 10 years ago. And this is like 10 years ago, yeah. literally. And there was this kid, you, <laughs> and you were doing, I think, like deadlifts. You were, and you were going at it. And he just literally pointed and he goes, that guy. Yeah. And he said it with such conviction. I'm like, I go, that guy? And I'm not, no offense, man. I'm like, that guy there? I said, really? He goes, yes. He goes, that guy is, a good, he can fight. And I said, all right. So I started doing some videos of watching you. I actually still have this video that you've never seen of your workout. <laughs> I will get you that video. In again. the archives. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that was a, a fantastic way. I mean, how I, you know, it's kind of come full circle too, in yeah. the sense that, you know, we're still going and watching, we've been watching your career over the years. And, Obviously, you're a fantastic fighter and all that. And I did want to start off with uh, your motivation, how how you got into it, why you got into it in the first place, Basha. Sure. Yeah, so I started doing martial arts at 14. Um, it was kind of a weird uh, spot in my life. I was going through a lot of hard times as a, like, a, you know... Pre-teen. Yeah, Pre you know, I was going through some weird times. And... Um, I didn't have really anything going on in my life. It was I was kind of in a dark place, and I stumbled across a mixed martial arts gym. There and was such a thing. Yeah. Like this is like yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. This and is and this, yeah. This is a small town as well. So. And this was like, like new in that. Well, it's not new. And as, as I mean, MMA as a. MMA complete... was very like uh, in the dark ages, yeah. so to speak, back yeah. then. Yeah. Um, you know, there was probably two pay-per-views, maybe or maybe just one a year. Yeah. At the time, uh, people didn't really think of it as a sport. Uh, yeah, the way it, is it was now. more yeah. underground. Yeah, um, not so much as it was like in like the nineties, yeah. but like anyway, it was not popular. Yeah. Um, anyway, I fell in love with the training, like just going there. I loved the environment, and uh, it was just like the first positive thing in my life yeah. I found in a while. So I was just, I was all in. I was addicted, and then. Um, I was there as much as I could possibly be. At 14 and I, years old. Yeah, and when I was 14. not there, mentally I was there, you know, uh -huh. thinking and imagining moves and techniques and watching videos and things like that. When did you realize that this could, can become a career for you? Um, once I, uh, probably like after some like uh, martial arts tournaments, uh, I was doing really well. I was competing against adults and I was beating them. Um, I was training with like the professional fight team um, there and um, I was doing well I was getting better all the time I was learning fast and my coaches were supportive and, and, you know. and how was your family at that time like I could only imagine your parents I you know I have children I couldn't imagine okay my 14 15 year old was getting into it like how would it be a fighter how were your parents with that well they they enjoyed that like I had like a positive thing in my life you know yeah so they were they were supportive of it but when I said I was gonna fight professionally against an adult, they were like, "You're not gonna go into a cage and fight," you know? Like that's pretty weird. And I didn't look like a fighter, especially like, especially yeah. back then. I looked like a yes. like a kid with big puffy hair, and like I was a nerd, you know? 
<laughs> and uh, yeah. just didn't have the fighter look, you know. And how were your friends around Especially you? back then, because it yeah. was like big guys, yeah. tattoos, bald head. Like, exactly. It was a really like... You felt like you were a misfit It's not like what it, what it is now, where there's yeah. a lot of clean-cut guys yeah. doing it. It was rugged dudes yeah. back then. Yeah, So it was... Big, bad guys. Big so like, yeah, yeah, bad the rules guys were too, all right? different. It was yeah. like not a, that there wasn't clean-cut, but it was the, different. you know... The yeah. stigma or you like the norm the, typical... the norm back then was like put you in the cage it was a very rugged sport back then yeah you know, with rugged guys in there so yeah it, it, i didn't fit the picture for my parents until i started winning then uh so this is like 18 19 uh 16 actually this is 16 yeah i started okay. fighting at 16 professionally yeah with against like at 16 you can fight against adults yeah so now back you're then, you, yeah. start, you start you start yeah, winning 16. and you're like okay this is a thing for me yeah and are you in school yeah, I, okay. gra I finished school. I didn't really want to because when I was there, I was pretty much thinking about like when I could get to the gym. Yeah. And when I was there, I was only thinking about like fighting. and So it was pretty much just like uh, I was getting through it. But I did get through, through it. Of so I'm happy I did. But yeah. uh, you know. So when did things start to like shift for you in terms of your focus, right? Because to do this professionally, it's like every day, day in and out, like you're in the gym, you're training, whether it's like, you know, whether you're in a camp or you're getting ready for the next day, you got your eye on the next thing. Like, when did things start shifting for you? I think I know the answer, but I'm curious to know for you. It's like back then, you mean? I mean, in terms of like, in terms of now, or is it, you know, when you had your, your, your daughter, or is it when, you know, you started building a uh, family? Yeah, so, yeah, my motivation shift, yeah. So, um, it was recent. It's been recent, actually, because of uh, my relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. Um, you know, for my, my 20s, I was kind of living for my self-pleasure and just focused solely on myself, you know, and what I needed to do in the sport. And I had my plans and my way of doing things. So it was all about me, me, me. Was the motivation consistent? Uh, yeah, like, so I wanted to be the world champ yeah. back then, you know. But as my plans were failing and I was like, you know, I, I was... I was just getting I was getting messed up. I was getting uh, pulled away from my focus. Yeah. You know, uh, partying and whatever, uh -huh. girls. You know, different temptations that come. You know. Well, you you got when, some fame at a very young age, which yeah. is very hard. And how did you deal with that? And like, then just... having losing like some big fights and stuff like. Roller yeah, it, it, the ups and downs of the sport kind of uh, pulled me away, and uh, I kind of lost focus. Um, and I started, like, I had a lot of turmoil inside of me, a lot of anger, and uh, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have any good outlet for it, except, mm -hmm. you know, taking it out on other people and just going... It's like the thing that originally digging. gave you that, that outlet kind of, you know, came full circle and it was now that was working against you. Yeah, now your... it's kind of a funny way of looking at it, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a dark, dark period in my mid-20s and uh, I wasn't living a good life. And by the grace of God, I, I met Jesus Christ, and uh, I found Jesus Christ, and um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a journey since then. I mean, it wasn't instant for me. Yeah. It was, a, it was a, a period of like t testing the waters one step at a time. And uh, I mean, still today, I'm still growing yes. in my relationship with Jesus. But I mean, I, I could tell you that my life is the best it's ever been and like God has blessed me so much and uh, God is just so good and he's real and uh, you can experience him and it's 
it's just been really amazing to see how God has literally taken me where I was and transformed me and and transformed my situation and uh, and just my my joy and peace that I have hope and uh, just my lifestyle and everything yeah. so just uh, learning every day, being in the Word every day, like the Bible, and applying it to my life, learning who God is, what He wants us to do with um, our lives, is just for our good. And as I keep growing in that and be more obedient, it just it keeps getting better and better. So uh, that's been a, a big transition for me as a new believer. Absolutely. Um, because my old motivation was fueled by kind of an anger and a turmoil inside. When you say that, like the anger, like there's one thing about uh, MMA fighters, okay, you prepare, you get in, and once you get into that octagon, once you get into that ring in the, in the, in the cage, you know, the door closes, it's you and him. What goes through your mind right there and there? Or what did go through your mind, and now what do you think is going to go through your mind in the future? Um, so back then, uh, I just wanted to, like, decimate people. Destroy yeah. them, so. Yeah, yeah. And, and if I was, like, you could actually see it in some of my fights. Like I've had chances to finish people, but I like dragged it out. Right. To, like, so this was the last. The last it was one, almost right? like self-satisfaction to do it, Purposely. which is kind of like a, a weird. Like looking back, it's like that's a really messed up way of like, <laughs> so, doing that. So is know? it fair to say that this next fight that you have coming up is like the first fight with your new mindset? Because now you've you've had your time to reflect and make sense of what you know what your purpose is going in. The yeah. last one may you may not have known that you needed to do that because you had those discoveries like while you were in the fight yes, yes. so then you've reflected and now I feel like going into the new one just based on hearing your interviews and hearing you speak it's like you now know what your purpose is going in there is that it, fair to say it is fair to say I mean for people who may not be aware because I, I, you probably listen to my interviews right. but my last fight I was I was in my head most of the yeah. fight um, thinking about why I'm doing this yeah. like, like as a new person, a new creation, like, and not having that same turmoil that I, that that pushed me. Yeah, and you probably hadn't processed it because it just showed yeah, up right there. It and just, then. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, sometimes you just you, you didn't prepare and for that. Were you having thoughts while you were in there, thinking like, why am I thinking this? Like, I shouldn't be thinking this right now. Or were you kind of battling yourself? No, I was actually just or pretty, you were fo in it. Focus, pretty yeah. focused Whoa. on it. Like, yeah. like, because I I was fighting a guy that I didn't feel very in danger. Yeah. Like I just felt like I was above him, like, okay. and, like skill wise. Yeah. And, like I didn't really feel worried. Yeah. And I felt like I could take breaks because I was up on the sport cards. And I was just in my own head. Right. So I was doing what I I could, but I I wasn't fighting like full on. But anyway, uh, yeah. A week the week after, I had a lot of clarity on moving forward as I was in prayer and and just reflecting and watching the fight and just rethinking everything um, you know I, uh, I know now that I can use this platform yes. and the skill God has yes. given me yes. in a positive way to to give my testimony to people that might be going through something similar you know where maybe maybe they went off of their their folk their original focus somewhere along the line and they found themselves in a really bad spot uh, just because they were like trying to make their own way on themselves on their own strength but there is a way back and a better way um, through Jesus Christ and um, I could say I could tell you with uh, 
with complete honesty that you know it, it happened for me you know I, I I literally tried to make my own way on my own strength I fell on my face I made some bad choices but God turned everything around and and, and changed everything for the better and I couldn't I can't imagine where I would be without him now yeah what would you say to a a young, well, to a young Rory now, if you could look back and talk to yourself, would there be anything you would say to him now in the future? Yeah, there would be a what lot. What would you say? Just give me a couple of things you have. First thing is uh, I would I would start talking about faith and you know staying out, staying the course and getting you know, into the word. Getting, raised, sorry. getting uh, I was born and raised Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. Were you no religious real, younger? Uh, I had no real relationship or understanding of yeah. who Jesus Christ was. I knew this, some stories, and but you weren't really. I had no relationship, you know, yeah. and that's that's the key. I think is you know, um, is when you have an experience with, with God and you start to understand who He is and who you are in Him, accepting Him and turning away from uh, a life of sin and, and and being dedicated to being a Christian. It's it's a, a yeah. huge change. So. Uh, I don't know where faith? I was right Sorry, yeah, you were saying, what did you tell a young words? So faith, yeah. I believe in God. So, yeah, more? so stay the course with that. Find find some some good Christian people to surround yourself with. Because, yeah. you know, when you're, when you're, say you're a Christian and you start mixing up yourself with, like, people who are living in sin in the world and you yeah. try to, you try to blend that into this, you're going to get pulled away if that's mm. the dominant thing. So, um, surrounding myself with people that, you know, in the church, you know, so good finding a good church you, yeah. where the Holy Spirit is present, you know, and, and I think that's number one. Um, and, and acknowledge Jesus in all my ways to let Him direct my path is the best advice I could give. And the second is start investing early. Investing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's no, something we enough, talked about. Absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. something we had talked about so, earlier, yeah. You know, we, we see. There's been all the hype about, you know, with this last post-fight interview, there's been all of this hype. And, and, and I think it's good because it's giving you a platform and it, it's creating this conversation. Now, I think most people are asking you in terms of, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to continue fighting? And, and when I first heard this and I'm going through YouTube and looking at what's going on, I'm looking at this from, like, as a human, right? So I'm looking at someone who is publicly reinventing themselves. And I think you're someone who has a huge platform and that's why everyone's looking. But I think we're living in this weird time where the everyday person is on social or whether it's their Instagram of their family and friends. And ultimately people care about what their circle thinks and feels about them. So everyone's worried about what will people think if I change my view on the world or if I change my way of being. So I think I can relate to that. I know you can relate to yes. that. Like if, if we're growing up and you know things are different and you've just gone through this, like what would you say to someone? Because you've done it fearlessly. You've really put your 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 yeah. you've grown you fearlessly and, too, right? and, and sure. what would you say to someone who is scared of that? Like maybe they want to go to church but they're scared of changing because it's been not who they have portrayed or how they or how people themselves. perceive them too sure. right i mean that's something else people could look at you and judge you obviously i would uh, i would focus um on what the word says you know uh when you when you give yourself to jesus you you have a comforter you have you have someone that's going to be by your side and that's that it's a real feeling it's a real presence and uh, a strength and a courage that comes upon you to help you through those times so it's not like you're throwing yourself out there and it's just you, you know? Because if, yeah, if it is that, 
then you never really you never really came to Jesus fully in the first place. When you when you really give your your heart, you you turn away from sin. You you ask for forgiveness. You ask Jesus to come into your heart. He's there with you, and He's giving you strength, and He's supplying what you need in those situations to make you fearless, to rely on His strength and His support. Your wife, your wife was already like she was going to church like regularly and she was what got you into it more yeah and then through that so if if your wife wasn't there like if if she didn't have that encouragement and you know talking to the the younger Rory like what would you say to someone who was close to this and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that are closed and interested but closed right so as someone like yourself who has this message now like going by themselves maybe maybe they don't have someone else they could ask right I I hear that I mean I've I've actually been in those shoes as a 18-year-old, I was very interested in, in, in who God was after doing a fast um, for health purposes, not for uh, like spiritual reasons. I real I learned afterwards that fasting can grow your spirit, man. And, um, but anyway, fasting, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's so interesting. anyway, after, after during that fast, I got very like interested, like to know more about God, and uh, I started trying to read Bibles and and try churches and things like that, but I had no guidance because I had no re- people around me. I didn't really yeah. understand what was going on. Uh, denominations of churches. Right, yeah. Uh, what Bible to pick because there's a, there's thousands yeah. of different translations. You know, some of the, the one I had, I couldn't even make sense of it because it was in old, old English, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, you What do know, you think other fighters think of you right now? with what you've just been going through. Do you care what other fighters think about you right now? Would you have um, any opinion of it? Well, I've, I've gotten some good supportive messages from, from other people, from yeah. fighters, you know, in the industry, you know, that, um, you know, support what I'm doing, or yeah. they say that it gives them motivation to to do it as well, you know? Or, Has there been any negativity about it at all? Or? Uh, not from fighters, no. no. Um, Players, but other people, just yeah. I mean, social crying. media, you get a bit, but it's been overwhelmingly uh, positive um, on my end. Do you go into social media often? Is this something where you like? How I do you see it? Yeah. Really um, see it? Is it like I? We're all on social media. I have you know people. I, and it used to bother me sometimes. People say something. I mean, sometimes it does. I think we're human. Yeah. Does it, does it affect you in any way now, or? Um, not, not as much as it might have when I was, say, like 20, when I first got into the UFC, when I would get a negative message, I would be like, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. it would really like fire me up. But I guess through that experience of just being attacked on, like, as an athlete, on a, like, you expose yourself as a fighter, you have weak moments in the cage and everyone gets to like yeah. have their opinion on it publicly, it's just like, uh, you know, that hurts, but... Once you deal with that, it kind of like, I don't know, I guess you get numb to it after a while. Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you feel a lot more free today than you did a year ago, two years ago? Like, yeah. And, and how, like, because a lot of people feel stuck, right? A lot of people, yeah. they're living this Instagram life or they're working a job or, you know, whatever it is they're doing, they're trying to get healthy and they feel out of integrity with whether it's not taking care of their body or not doing something they love or not, you know, being filled by passion. Sure. So now you're stuck in a routine. Stuck, right? And it's like, how does that show up for you on a day to day in your relationships and how you're living your life and how you're how you're walking around with a pep in your step? Like, how is it freeing for you? Um, the best advice I could give is 
take 15 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever you feel comfortable with in the morning, open up your Bible, read it, read a, uh, you know, a chapter or, you know, a little bit, yeah. like, take five minutes, read it, yeah. read, like, get, like, a study Bible and read the commentary on it, yeah. um, uh, meditate on it, meditate. Just try to make sense of it in your mind, think about it, pray yeah. about it, and see how your, how your day goes mm. after that. Because I'm gonna, I'm telling you, it's it sets the tone for the day. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Thing, really. And uh, then obviously, like you know, uh, just getting out of your comfort zone with things. You know, eating better. You know, maybe training, uh, taking a, uh, you know, that that step of training a little more. You know, mm -hmm. if it's if you're on the couch all the time, go for a walk or you know, get outside and. Yeah. You know, just I'm, get out of your comfort zone a bit. I'm curious about something. If you were not a professional fighter, what job, what would you have done? If it didn't work um, for you being a fighter, what would you have wanted to do? Back like when I was younger? Yeah, I what did you want to do? Was there something? Uh, like there was nothing else I wanted to do. So you were like, I'm going to be a fighter, I'm going to make this happen. Yeah, yeah that, was, like that was my, I had one plan, that was it. Yeah. Okay, so now in the future, what would be something you would do after fighting? What would um, something you'd want to do? Yeah, well, so I want to do something that um, you know gives glory to God. You know, I want to uh, I want to serve Jesus all my life, and uh, I don't know exactly what that door is right now. Yeah. It's something that's on my mind a lot, and one of the things that was on my mind during that last fight, like, is this the end of this road? Is am I supposed to fight? Yeah. Um, I have clarity now that when the time comes, God's going to open that door and make it very clear that this chapter is ending and another, this, I, he's going to make a way for me in a, another sort of way and use my strengths, you know. Excellent. As long as I stay faithful and, and focused on on doing the will of God in my life. I did want to ask just a couple of questions about training right now. Yeah. Uh, you have a fight coming up in, uh, I guess it's like three, two, three weeks? Three weeks? Sorry? You have a fight coming up in three weeks? Yeah, three weeks, yeah. What, uh, what are you doing now differently than you've done before in other fights training-wise? Is there anything you're doing differently? Um, no, I'm, 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 per, no, I'm pretty same. much keeping the same schedule as my my, uh, my last fight there. Uh, I, I, they were pretty close back-to-back. -back. I think it was like almost yeah. six weeks or something or seven weeks between. So I rested a little bit and now I'm just right back into training camp and uh, yeah. Now, what kind of uh, your diet? Like, what kind of? I always ask people, "What did you eat today?" Or what's like a typical day of, of food? I always people want to know what I eat. What do you What do you eat? Like, you get up. What do you eat? Um, today, I had grapefruit and oranges, and I had oatmeal with banana, chai seeds, and sliced almonds. Yeah. yeah. You can remember that quicker. <laughs> That's than pretty most good. People, yeah. Okay, yeah. Most people are like, uh, "What did I eat today?" <laughs> so you yeah, eat, so then you you said you do fasting as well. So, yeah, I'm trying to trying to get better at it. I mean, yeah, um, it's been uh, with 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 training for a fight. It's been tough, but yeah. I plan yeah. on doing one this summer for sure. Excellent. What kind of what's your favorite like cheat food? If you're gonna go out and eat something, uh, I love pizza and pasta. Pizza? Where's the I best pizza sweets. in Montreal? We're curious. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that is a tough question. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. You think it all, right? Little, little, literally has a lot of good places. Lot of places. Yeah. yeah. I, we know you're cut for time. I just, I think it's so cool how 
you are speaking your truth and doing and it I think it takes so much I think the fight of our lives is to be happy and to live in our truth and to you have a platform and you're using it I think it's really inspiring for you know other fighters coming up to talk about what they're passionate about and be in their truth and do it openly and receive positive feedback and I think it's, it's super cool so I'm, I'm grateful that you're that you're doing that and thank I think you your message much. is, is yeah, incredible appreciate that. Yeah. thank you very much for spending the time we really appreciate it thank we wish you, you obviously the best of luck in the future. Awesome, man. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Thanks.